bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. Happy Independence Day, Mau Mau. Happy America Day to us. How dorky is that saying? It's, I think about Independence Day, the movie. Yeah, which in, was pretty good. It's pretty good. And just indep- Independence Day. There's a really dorky country song called Independence Day. It's really extremely dorky. It's by Martina McBride. I don't know it. And it's like some lady like probably kills her husband. Oh, it's like, oh, well, all right. <laughs> you so know, she's just like, I'm not taking any of your guff anymore. <laughs> so take your boots and your belt and paying it out the door. Then make the chorus about. It's Independence Day. Because it's my Independence Day. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, that sounds it's like it. It's my Independence Day. <laughs> the fireworks are going off for me. Because I fucking killed you dead. Yeah. Woo! Let freedom You got another round of awesome birthday gifts just in time for 4th of July. Mm. You know, all of these years that we've been friends, well over a decade, Uh I never realized that the 4th of July is always every single year the very next week after your birthday. I never put it together either. I honestly, it never, I never thought, you know, some people think like, oh, my birthday's on Christmas and then the next week is New Year's and I have never one time thought my birthday and then it's 4th of July. Wow. A whole week. I've never thought that. Not but it one is kind of like it's like your birthday's on 4th of July. And, and the thing is, like, so my birthday's on like always like usually around Martin Luther King. But the thing is, there's a day off for people. But you don't. 4th of July is a really big day that people celebrate. It kind of is like having your birthday near Halloween because right. you're kind of like. Oh, God, everybody knows they're going to party next week. And (laughs) then you might sometimes be like, fuck, everything at the store is all like American flag themed. Right. If you were a kid, like, did your parents Hmm. give a shit about Fourth of July? No. Mm, Because no one really. I mean, it's it's a fake holiday, really. Maybe we had a barber. I mean, I don't really remember anything Fourth of July. But they might just be like, we already did Julie's birthday. Like, how annoying. Now we got to do this. I'm sure that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I never put it together. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, literally, it's 
so and it's in everybody in the summer summer is just like the holidays it's like you just you gotta like burn the candle at both ends right non it's non-stop well i i you know now that that's in my mind i'll think about it that's kind of you know it's cool. And we never could have, about it. We could have a patriotic B-Day for mm, you. Yes. Start yes. getting like American flag cupcakes. Right. I'm going to get an American flag bikini. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and I'm going to wear it like those girls do. I, know, I love wearing to, American flag bikinis. I'm trying to remember if I ever had one or if I'm just. Mm. Mm-hmm. If I'm just remembering r- girls in them or if, did I have one? I can't like it would have been so long ago, but I, right. I don't know. Now, okay, you got a birthday package from Lauren Jacobs, who is our TikTok queen. Mm-hmm. Remember, she made the of TikTok course. of our Patreon podcast, yeah. which we are obsessed with, okay? Nothing but my own desert-level thirst <laughs> could get me near that Chinese <laughs> spyware thirst trap uh-huh. fucking TikTok. But we love Lauren Jacobs, and of course, we love anything that promotes our Patreon <laughs> podcast, because... It's the only thing keeping us from being homeless. <laughs> That's true. Listen, we're glad you're here. Thank you for coming to the podcast. But if you like us and you want more, you're sick of politics and you, or you want to hear in something in addition to politics, check out our Patreon podcast, patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. We do one podcast a week for $1, two podcasts a week for $2. They're both an hour. There's no politics. There's no ads. It's just just a bunch of nonsense. So Lauren J, as we like to call her, mm-hmm. she got you a birthday package. And I got to say, she kind of killed the game <laughs> because I think that she has forever altered the course of history for us. <laughs> uh-huh. She had a place in Pasadena called Total Wine deliver three <laughs> fucking bottles of champagne. Mm-hmm. The reason that this is life altering and history changing mm-hmm. the future of our lives mm-hmm. It's kind of a pain in the ass to have alcohol delivered. And a lot of people, thank God, of our 14 listeners, at least probably at this point, each one of our 14 listeners has at some point tried to get us alcohol in some fashion. Right. Like Michelle Lundquist gave us. And I mean, Michelle, I don't even know if you still listen. And I hope you do, because you sent us a glittery rainbow, glittery bottle of champagne. And I mean, when I tell you. We have been in emergency break glass and we have still kept that champagne. We That's have true. drank Dom up in this bitch mm-hmm. before we have. T- we won't touch that champagne. We keep it. It's like a work of art. We love yeah. it so much. But I remember when Michelle sent us that Julie Lang will send us like boxes of like little whiskeys because mm-hmm. I'm sure because a big thing will break. Right. But if you try to have something delivered from a store, they a lot of times won't deliver to a mail place. Right. But right. fucking Lauren cracked the case. And you know what, ma'am? It calls for great job on that Tuscan chicken, Shanice. <laughs> great job on that Tuscan chicken, Shanice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. So she got you a bottle of our favorite cheap champagne, Andre, <laughs> and a Sorry. bottle of cava. And a bottle of vivid, a bottle of voob. Lauren, you really, 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 really like outdid yourself. Um, she says, Julie, meow, meow, Goldman from Lauren Jacobs. Happy birthday, Julie, our cancer queen. Hope you guys like these bubbles. Kava is my favorite chomp substitute. Love, Lauren J. 
We, we love, love Kava. Kava. We've snuck it on many a boat. <laughs> the champagne's gone, Lauren. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, uh, w- it, it, it was so good and so great. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm up Total Wine Pasadena's nut hole for that. Like, I'm living <laughs> and loving. Like, I'm yep. so into it. From the Vouve to the Andre. Yep. And Kava in between. It was great. Perfect. Eshta, who used to live in L.A., meow, meow, but moved to pa- Massachusetts in the pandemic, mm. made you the cutest fucking custom bag. And anyone who listens to our Patreon podcast knows what a bag lady you are. Uh, yes. You love a reusable shopping bag. I do. It's how you get your fix. Yes. Now, we, like, were kind Ooh, of touched. Yes. When we opened it. So it's a shopping bag, like a reusable shopping bag that's canvas, let's say. Right? Wasn't yeah. this like a canvas? Yeah. It's a dark color. I'm going to say a navy blue. And then it's almost like a gold. Oh, or... I thought it was green. Oh, is it green? I can't tell. I can't tell either. Hmm. Oh, I, I think it's green. I don't know. I, I'm like kind of excited. Well, regardless, it's a good color combo because the and on it says hot sake for lunch. And it looks like it's sake. But anyone will know. Who hot sake is. Plus, it's spelled P-S-A-K-I. Yeah. Her year will yeah. be up at the end of the year. And we're like, we have now we have hot sake for lunch for as long as we live or as long as until it's gonna Julie be the loses ma- the shopping bag. It'll be the, <laughs> it'll be the main shopping bag now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It'll be the main one. It's the main bag that all the other bags go into in the mm-hmm, trunk. Mm-hmm. And I'll take it in and it's- flaunt it and hope someone sees it and is like, Jen Sockin and I'll be like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What are we going to do? Are we going to do something? What is I dying to do something? I love Jen Saki. Oh my God. That's great. Me too. We have a podcast. That's right. Meow, meow. You passed the test. Happy late birthday, Julie. I thought you might need some hot sake to help you out at the grocery store or to carry all your postcards home from your French shipping center. All the best from Eshta in Massachusetts. Yeah. And you know what, Eshta? When we went to pick it up, we were, there was, it was all busy there. And lately it's been kind of annoying in there. Mm-hmm. And they don't want, they don't let more than like a couple people go and you have to stay socially distanced. So Meow Meow and I, and we weren't even about to get separated and we were not about to wait outside because it was hot. <laughs> so we waited off by the mailboxes. We let them finish their business. We basically, we get the mail. Mm-hmm. I opened up Eshta's little package while we're standing there, right, Meow Meow? Mm-hmm. And pulled out the card so we didn't see the hot sake bag yet i just pulled out the card because i didn't want to be like all opening everything and everyone in my fucking business so and then i read the card to meow meow and we were standing in the french place and the lady was talking <laughs> speaking french and i'm like oh my god and she's speaking french and we'd never heard her speak french before no. ever she was speaking french to someone mm. Ugh, and her voice is just a, a lyrical it is opera You're like bonjour yep and then I tried to tell her I was like I was like oh my god you got you're famous you're in a, look at you're one of our listeners and she's like I don't care I'll take this very heavy give it that to does not make money for me <laughs> I was like wow now that's that's the universe for you right Mam now yeah yep last but not least Julie Lang one of our original 14 listeners and a patreon subscriber since the very Yes. Very first fucking week we yep. started this yep. that yep. trash. Got you a very generous gift card to Saucy. Very yep. generous. For some adult stress relief. Uh-huh. Um, and we have already used some of it, Julie. Yes. So thank you. <laughs> and she got you an adult coloring book and 
some artsy colored pencils, also for stress release. And also have been used. I mean, gorgeous. Gorgeous pencils, gorgeous, like... And the book was super fun because it's, um, like, the adult coloring book, but it's got, like, swear words. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's like, fuck you. One of them's, with, like, like cocksucker. Yeah. I remember there was, like, a lot of... Right. Like, dumbass. Cum dumpster dick, at one point or something. Right. <laughs> Crap. Cock. Clusterfuck. But there's beautiful flowers behind it that you can spend time coloring. Calm as fuck. Now, the my mom, Pam, she does paint by numbers on the computer. Mm-hmm. And she does do it to, like, I think just to be meditative, sort of. Yeah. And it's, I guess, you just poke the color into the, I don't know mm-hmm. how it works. But these pictures remind me when I walk up behind her on her iPad. They're like a certain type of like really pretty flowers yeah. with the cuss words in them and then you can use the colored pencils i'm currently working on twat face yep and it looks great and the pencils are are really nice oh my god they're so nice um julie i hope you have a wonderful birthday and the enclosed are put to good use however i hope they are not successful in eliminating your rage maybe just taking the edge off and you should receive a gift card via email that I know will help take the edge off. Thank you for all you've been doing by creating the content you and Brandy are providing to the family. It's been the only voice of reason I've had, as terrifying as that is, happy birthday, XOXO, Julie Lang. Well, she's always super generous. So generous and so thoughtful and so nice. And I, it all has been put to good use. And I'm, I I mean, we're using all of it. Yeah. All of it. We now interrupt our previously scheduled program for an emergency Megan McCain o'clock. wedding denise all right so we're interrupting our regularly scheduled program of jojo and kiki to bring you an emergency megan mccain o'clock because megan mccain has officially quit the view uh, this is no a living no nightmare no <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's so depressing. I don't know what we're gonna do. I really don't. And it's so. I don't wanna live! I don't wanna live. Now, for those of you who don't know, this segment used to be called Megan McCain Bugs because she bugs, but also. The View Bugs, Whoopi Bugs, Sunny Bugs, Joy Bugs, Sarah Haynes Bugs, The Guest Bug, The Segments Bug, The Formats Bug, The Incessant Birthday Celebrations Bug. The whole show was completely annoying and unsatisfying until they started doing it remotely from their living rooms during quarantine. And that's when everything changed. We, along with the rest of America, apparently, got completely obsessed with The View 
and we have not missed a single episode since COVID-20. Mm-hmm. We've got a 2014 Wendy Williams-style codependency on that <laughs> goddamn show, and it begins and ends with Megan fucking McCain. <laughs> well, hello and welcome to The View. Uh, Megan, you have the floor. Yes, thank you, Whoopi. So I am just going to rip the Band-Aid off. I am here to tell all of you, my wonderful co-hosts and the viewers at home, that this is going to be my last season here at The View. I will be here through the end of July to finish out the season with all of you, which I am grateful for. This was not an easy decision. It took a lot of thought and counsel and prayer and talking Mm. to my family and my close friends. And, you know, look... COVID has changed the world for all of us. And it changed the way, at least for me, the way I am looking at life, the way I'm living my life, the way I want my life to look like. And when I said goodbye to all of you in the studio uh, over a year and a half ago, I had just found out I was pregnant. Um, I left the city very quickly because my OBGYN wanted me to leave because he wasn't sure about how uh, COVID could possibly impact pregnant women. I came to the DC area, which is where my husband and I have always split time and it's where I grew up splitting time. And we have this incredible life here. We're surrounded by my family, his family, by friends, by this incredible support unit. And I think as any new mom knows, uh, when I think about where I want Liberty to have her uh, you know, first steps and her first words, um, I just have this really wonderful life here that ultimately um, I felt like I didn't want to leave. On a professional note, this show is one of the hands down greatest, most exhilarating, wonderful privileges of my entire life. And I have had so many amazing experiences in my life and this is definitely one of the top. It is a privilege to work alongside such strong, brilliant, intelligent, incredible broadcasters like the four of you. You are the most talented women on all of television, hands down. And it has been so incredible to be able to do this with you. Uh, Before I came on to the show, uh, I didn't want to join the show, as I think I've talked about in the past, and it was my dad who encouraged me to do it. He said that I could never give up an opportunity to work on such an iconic show and to work with Whoopi Goldberg, and he was right. It was one of the last things he told me to do before he died, and since we've been here the last four years together, we have won an Emmy, we've gone to number one, we've been parodied on Saturday Night Live, we were on the cover, my personal favorite of the New York Times Magazine is the most important political show in America. America. We have all interviewed every presidential candidate. This is the show in America, and it is not easy to leave, um, but I feel like this is just the right decision for me at this moment, and I just want to thank all of you, all of you, Whoopi, Joy, Sunny, Sarah. I also want to thank Abby Huntsman, who is was a good friend of mine, continues to be a good friend of mine, and has really helped me with this decision and ushered me through this process. And I also really want to thank our incredible leader, Brian Tetta, our executive producer, who is the heart and soul and Morpheus of this show. And I would not have had any success on here without you. Your leadership is paramount. We are grateful to have you, at least I know I am. And I want to thank Kim Godwin, the president of ABC, for being so respectful and understanding and to this incredible crew and the producers and everybody who makes this work every day again you're the best in the business i wish nothing but continued success and good wishes and good luck to all of you and to this show and i'm just eternally grateful to have had this opportunity here so seriously thank you from the absolute bottom of my heart and i will still be here another month so if you guys want to fight a little bit more we have four more weeks (laughs) yeah and we do we do we do need you to do that because we need you to fight more just really sucks man like 
We watch The View every day. It is our life's blood. We literally tape it. We'll it's a comfort. It's a joy. It's a, it's, a, it's a warm blanket. It's a warm, toxic blanket. And we need it. We need it. And the thing is that being going in and out of The View, you always need a Megan McCain. Elizabeth Hasselbeck was the Megan McCain of the Elizabeth Hasselbeck time. And that was when I was watching it. And that's when it was good because it was now she wasn't fighting like Megan McCain fought, but she still right. brought some cunt. And you know what I mean? I'm trying not to give credence um, in 2021 to bullshit rumors started on social media about, you know, shit that happens at work, you know? Yeah. But there was some kind of leaked thing, supposedly, mm -hmm. that ABC had to step in and have a meeting with all of them over like that the show was was getting toxic. Oh, and, you know, we don't know if it's true or not, but it's like some part of me wants that to be the reason that she left, because then maybe it means she won't leave. Right. Like, well, you know, I just listened after listening to that clip for the 400th time. Yes. She said now, as I'm as I'm QAnoning out on it. Yes. She said, I'm grateful to be able to be here till the end of the month. Now, if she was leaving on her own accord, why would you be grateful that you could be there till the end of the month? Why wouldn't you just be like, I'm staying till the end of the month. You're welcome. And move it on. Rather than they're letting me stay. So perhaps yeah. it's something such as it wasn't just her not wanting to come back. Some people think that she was, yeah, that she was let go. In the, in the article about the, the meeting with ABC, it did say that she stormed out. I can visualize it. I mean, it's just believable. It's believable she would storm out. She storms out in her words. Yeah. She storms out yeah. in her words all the fucking yeah, time. She's mentally always storming out. She's always yeah. storming out. She's Megan storming out McCain. Yeah. That's what she does. That's why we love her. She storms the fuck out. Joy goes crazy. Whoopi can't stand it. I live for her getting under Joy's skin. I live for her getting under Whoopi's skin. I live for it. I live and I love. And you know what? Fuck ABC. Mm -hmm. I blame ABC. The, the re if there is a toxic vibe sometimes on the show and i mean that's just the words in the article that they abc had to had to intervene over toxic like the toxic on-air presentation or right something. right the reason that the conversation sometimes becomes toxic is because the conversation in real life is toxic are <laughs> are the relationship between democrats and republicans is toxic right mm -hmm. now yeah. i mean and it's that's the only conversation being had anywhere is on that show that's right because like if with Tucker Carson, he's he's doing it alone, so he's just toxic. You know what I mean? Sean yeah. Hannity's toxic. Greg Gutfeld's toxic. They're all toxic, but they're not having a conversation with someone else who doesn't, who has their own toxicity that doesn't agree with them. So you're not getting a, a, any kind of debate. You're just having one person's. Yeah, whether it's you know, the CNN, any exactly of them. any of them. And you're right. And everybody's divided and whatever. And Meghan McCain's whole thing. I'm a conservative. And I'm a conservative and I'm the only one who's on air and I'm the only one in the media. And you know how hard it is. She's making she is doing her utmost to create an environment of debate. And the ABC needs to leave it the fuck alone. For all intents and purposes, she is gang ganged up on every week. I mean, she is the only yes, one there. Right. Now you're going to call in a meeting and she's going to get ganged up on. Yeah. It's she's going to be to blame because it gets toxic. And it's like. That's the nature of the fucking conversation right now. Yeah. And it needs to be had. ABC has always ruined it. Mm -hmm. And they're continuing to ruin it. Yep. And they could have made her an offer that she couldn't refuse. And 
combined with them treating her like that, mm -hmm. and I believe it. I fucking can't stand ABC. I hate The Bachelor. I hate The Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. If we didn't know the network was problematic with that, bullshit, <laughs> disgusting fucking shows. Yep. And they were always, always shutting down the whole point of the show. You know, it's all because Rosie O'Donnell and Elizabeth Hasselbeck, uh, because of that split screen, yeah. and Rosie O'Donnell, I mean, God love her, but she will not let that go that they put him in a split screen. Right. And she shamed ABC. She still, to this day, brings up that split screen. Right. So now we don't get to have the fun we want. She ruined the fun <sighs> because she acted like putting them in a split screen was... Denying, denying people's natural primal states is just not right no. you know what i mean like i and all these talk shows and and now and all and listen here here i'll say it i'll be the one to say it since i bag on men all the time you put four bitches together at a table you don't think that it's going to be toxic you don't think that it's going to be personal it's going to yeah. be um emotional it's going to be it's going to go too low it's going to go too deep the yeah. cuts are going to be deep and they're going to be taken in deep like that's what it is. That's what it is. Why are we pretending that that isn't happening? It. I just. It's like the. I don't understand why you want. It's this. It's you want this show. You want women and their point of view, but you don't. You want. That's right. You just want shells yep. of women giving the point of view that doesn't make you uncomfortable. And who the fuck wants to watch that? Exactly. I don't. And we stopped. When she leaves, I guarantee you, it'll take a week of weaning off and we'll be done. Yeah. We'll be done because it won't be exciting. It won't be fun. It won't be titillating. It won't be provocative. It won't be anything because they'll all just constantly be um, in an echo chamber of their own yep. fucking farts. Yep. Like you said about listening to the clip for the 900th time, I think it's interesting that she brought up that they went to number one and she brought up that they won the Emmy and she brought up, most importantly, that they were on the cover of the New York Times magazine. I didn't even know they had a fucking magazine. <laughs> and you could have probably just left it there. But she didn't. She needed to say that it was the most important political show on mm -hmm. TV. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. that's all. That's all. That You're right. That's all very calculated for a reason. Mm -hmm. And we know what the reason is. And the reason is her. That's the, the reason. reason. The reason is her. The reason is her. And also, you know what else I'm tired of? In defense, in defense of Megan McCain. Yeah. Is exploiting, exploiting the lone. Now, let's say with her. And granted, d don't be a victim bully, Megan. Yeah. Listen, and I'll, I'll tell her to her. I would tell her in her eyes. Yes. Please. I'm the only one. Okay. Now, on the other side of it is. They do treat you, they do gang up on you, and they, they don't want you to do it, but they do want you to do it, and they are exploiting you, and then they're shaming you for it, and that is fucked up. And ABC is a bully for that, and a clear, I mean, I, 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 it's just not right. It's not right. It's not right. It's not no. right. And th they can make uh, her an offer she couldn't uh, refuse. At the end of the day, we blame ABC. It is ABC's fault. And even if this whole rumor about the meeting and the toxic on-air vibe and her storming out, even let's just say that's all not even true. And and okay. I wouldn't be surprised because I'm trying to take that shit, like I said, with a grain of salt. But right. let's say let's say that it isn't true. Okay. ABC could have made her an offer she couldn't refuse. She wants to be she doesn't want to go back to New York. She wants to stay in Virginia. You know, her husband's on Fox, whatever. 
we know Sonny Hostin wants to stay on her fucking ranch. Mm-hmm. COVID's not even for sure, like, all the way done. Right. And it's like, then let the let the, let the the co-hosts stay remote. I'm sure Whoopi wouldn't care. No. She's, like, in a wheelchair right now because of her sciatica. <laughs> right. And they wouldn't care. No. Do whatever it takes to keep this person on the show. Yeah. That is what you needed to do. And there was a thousand ways to keep her on the show. Yep. And they didn't fucking do it. So regardless of this, this rumored meeting... They dropped the fucking ball. Mm-hmm. They've dropped it before. Mm-hmm. And I'm really hoping that she will be back. Yeah. Yeah. After a little time passes and they see. No, what if she if they figure it out before the end of July? Well, I hope they do. I hope they do. If they don't, it's going to take six months of them to see that the ratings are going to drop and people are going to be bored of their fucking show. Because sorry that I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to stay and watch people be above a conversation. No, I don't want you to be. You need to be knee deep in that shit. You are not above a conversation if you're in the conversation. Oh, Megan. Well, if she doesn't, if ABC doesn't figure it out Mm -hmm. and she does leave. Yeah. I'm going to unfollow her on social media. Oh, yeah. Well, that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to, too, because I mean that now we're getting into her when it's just her and her own thoughts and her, her and her husband's thoughts. I can't. Now we're just a conservative yeah. think tank. And yeah. it's then it's not. Then I really, that gets me. And now I'm not, I don't like any of it. Yeah. So it's hard. Because that's. I feel, I'm, I'm just, I'm furious. I'm you furious know? too. I'm it's furious like, too. I'm furious ABC too. ABC has a fucking obligation to keep that conversation on fucking TV. Mm-hmm. They have an obligation. Yeah. And it's no longer going to be on TV. Mm-hmm. And it it's just and you know what? And like I've said before, I blame John fucking Stewart. He's the one <laughs> who tried to come in and say he didn't like Crossfire mm. and Crossfire ruined the conversation and it's like now there's no conversation. Right. All it is is separate networks. Right. And it's an echo chamber exactly like you said. Fuck fucking ABC. Oh <laughs> god. And I don't want to hear about classy conversation and debate and you, this is why you can't, we can't talk to each other like this. Nobody's listening. Da, 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 da. It's like, well, I'm not going to fucking listen when it's a boring ass shell of a conversation that isn't authentic. If it's not authentic, then it doesn't matter. So I don't care what clever retort you have that was wrapped up in a, in a clever thing that you wrote the night before. You're not in the moment. You're thinking of the words that you're going to say before you're feeling the thing. I want to see people feeling their shit. Yeah. Be in the moment. And if it's gross and it's dirty and it's ugly and it's uncomfortable, good. How are we supposed to learn anything? We, oh. was my whole entire, my oh. whole entire fall was based around her talking about critical race theory. I could not wait for the fall when they come back after their hiatus. I knew that it was just going to start coming up yeah. and I couldn't wait. It is so crucial mm-hmm. and now uh, i know i just i'm currently in the bargaining stage of the seven stages of grief <laughs> so in my mind i'm like megan mccain <laughs> is leaving the view and everything is going to be okay mm-hmm. okay That's right. mm-hmm. just as long as she doesn't end up on bravo <laughs> if andy cohen puts her on the real housewives of potomac i will kick his fucking ass Now it's time for an important meeting in the ladies' room. room. I don't need this. I'll be back real soon. That's what I get for being in the neighborhood. 
This is our segment called The Ladies' Room, and it's just ladies talking lady stuff. And our guest today is Pinnacles when it comes to being a lady. She's gorgeous, she's smart, she's funny, she's classy, and she's rich. Very rich, and very beautiful, and very, very smart. In fact, it was her obsession with politics that inspired us to start this podcast way back in 2016. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> and since then, she's done the show a million times, and she is by far our most popular guest. Right, Mama? That's true. That's 100% true. If you're a Bravo fan, you'll know her from The Real Housewives of Miami and Flipping Out with Jeff Lewis. And if you're not, then you'll know her for being a legendary Miami socialite and philanthropist, who is not only very rich, <laughs> but also very generous. Very generous. She is one of our most treasured friends, oh, so we are super gosh. excited and that she agreed to be on our dumb podcast again. So without further ado... It's time for a meeting in the ladies' room with Leah Black. Hi, Hi Leah. Hi, girls. <laughs> and it's with, we are in the ladies' room. You can hear it. You hear the water. Exactly. People are peeing. Yes. <laughs> People are using the restroom. Yeah, Leah, use some air <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the ladies' room. It's the ladies' room. Okay. All right, well, <clears throat> now, the last time you were on the podcast yes. was just one month after the QAnon MAGA monsters stormed the Capitol in the name of election fraud. Can you believe that the Republicans in Congress have basically <laughs> washed their hands of this whole thing? They're not going to do anything. Apparently, it was just a tourist. Uh, it's embar <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's what? just so embarrassing. It's I don't even. There are no words. I think they're miscalculating. I think they're calculating that it's going to go away and they can change the subject, and that uh, people are going to forget. And I think they're going to miss the big piece of the pie of rational Republicans. And I just think it's a very dangerous risk that they're taking because it's going to come out. And now instead of them having a say in it, it's going to come out from people that really want it to come out. They're not going to have as many people to help them suppress it. And it's going to be drip, 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 drip right up until the election. Basically, the Senate voted down a bipartisan commission. So you, you think that now they've basically voted away the Republicans their chance to, to well I think they're going to fill it with you know crazies you know the Jim Jordans and the wackadoodles you know they're going <laughs> to fill it with these people that will just messy and uh, muddy up the water but the problem's going to be if they have live testimony people are not that stupid the only people that they're feeding into are the people that no matter what are going to vote for trump because they want to keep america white that's it or yeah. make america white right. yeah that's it they're those people are they're never going to lose no matter what happens or what they do and then there's a few billionaires who are never going to lose because of their taxes but the regular suburban mom you think she's going to sit there and watch that surrection and then they're going to get up there and try to muddy the water with a bunch of you know dog and pony shows and they're going to fall for it? I don't think so. I think they're banking on people being too busy to pay attention. I don't know. Do you think that um, it was like, like, why did, wasn't it caught by the FBI, the CIA? Is there people protecting? That's another thing that I'll, I think something's up with Christopher Ray, and I've thought it for a long time. When he testified and he wouldn't give the information, like, well, that's an investigation. Well, I'm not going to talk about that in front of people. I think he's hiding something. So why is Biden keeping him on? Well, you know, the, the tenure tenure that they, you know, like the professionals are not supposed to get rid of. Trump's the only one that came in and just started kicking out professionals, long-term professionals, and putting in politicians, and yes, men. And Biden, I think, is trying to follow the traditional... I'm not saying that I think Christopher Ray is dirty or, or that he was in on it or that he 
you know, I just think that he makes him look so bad. This happened on his clock that he's got to cover his ass. And to do that, he's going to try to just not put anything more out there than he has to. So that, that's my point about I think there's just something up with him. I mean, I think you should have a mea culpa and say, this happened on my clock. I take responsibility for it. Here's what really happened. And it, and just say between Facebook and social media and Fox News and OAN News and the propaganda and the former president and the rest of it, we were just blindsided and we we didn't understand the depth and the width of of the corruption the meanness the hatred the bigotry and the rest of it and it got away from us and we're going to clean up the mess but instead i think he's trying not to look bad because this did happen on his clock and so he's just going to only say what he has to and and as things come out he's going to justify why it's not any part of the fbi's fault i wish somebody would have said that honestly of course i don't know just because we knew we right. knew there was going to be a, I know. A, a, a somewhat let's say excited protest there was three right. different protest rallies planned right. by trump the trump campaign and all of a sudden it's like the fbi and CIA are acting like well Whoa, see, what? that's a point like, i think mean? that he he's now looking back like how did we miss this but you know also got to remember to his credit Trump made sure they missed a lot of it. He has a lot of low people in high places, and I don't think a lot of stuff trickled up maybe to the top of the FBI. I think they kept it quiet, just like they did at the Pentagon, just like they did with the police force. You know, a lot of them were, like, hoping this was going to happen. I just don't think they realized how to control it was going to be and how, like, really crazy these people were i mean these people if they could have gotten those guns in they would have had them in there remember they had guns in in the state next to them maryland or wherever the guns are legal and they were waiting for a queue to bring the guns in because they're against the law and they want to have them confiscated in washington so these people were ready literally i think for mass murder and i don't think people like the fbi and the pentagon and the cops and those dirty people that were all for trump I don't think they realized that this was a civil war brewing. I think they just thought, let's teach them all a lesson. You know, Trump should have won and we're going to stand behind him and he's our guy. And then it got and then the train left the station and, and there was just no way to put Jeannie back in the box. What do you think Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney and the, you know, common sense Republicans, why aren't they voting for a commission? I think Liz Cheney did vote for a commission, didn't she, or did she not? I thought every Republican voted against Maybe it. Maybe they did. I don't know. Well, she's on the commission now. And oh, no, she's, she's, she's in the House. That's why. She's in the House. That's why. That's okay. it. Yeah, she's exactly. Okay. She's in the House. So Nancy Pelosi put her on the committee. And then Kevin McCarthy, I can't stand him. I don't think there's a uh, lower morsel other than Roger Stone, Flynn, <laughs> Flynn yeah. Trump, Stone, Trump, Trump Jr., Ivanka. Yeah. But he's in that cesspool of deplorables beyond. I mean, I just can't even believe that that they are not taking a stand. It's just uh, against these people. I mean, I, that's why I think they're miscalculating. And so now what they've realized is we've made this bed. We have to lie in it. We can't admit we were wrong. So we've got to go to the mat. So we can't win because they're going. We're going to be outvoted. So the only thing we can now do is stop the voting, right? <laughs> and only have people vote that we want to vote. So that's their new plan. The corruption is so 
deep because they they their ideology is more important to them than than the integrity your word character the united states democracy you know they're just so racist and bigoted i mean the language they even use they're still using the n-word they're using words that like if we ever used growing up i mean you know you'd have bar soap in your mouth and then you're locked in your room for a year and they're out there just loud and proud with it yeah they're proud of it and there's uh people in congress that were obviously horrified on the day of the insurrection on January 6th and now they're all doubling down like oh the the election results yeah. were some they were fraudulent in certain states yeah oh right we, why not well let's just have the, they can count let's just keep counting it's like Arizona's <laughs> been counting for what how, I mean yeah there's a keep counting what do you, what do you, but see what happened is they miss they thought in the beginning, Mitch McConnell came out against it. Ritmani Ganami came out. Six or seven Republicans in the Senate voted for the impeachment. And then they decided that Trump's base is going to determine who gets the nominations. So they decided if we want to stay in the game, we have to go with the base. So they compromised all their value and integrity to go with the base and their safety in numbers. If they would have all stuck together and said, we're not tolerating this yeah. and stomped it out in the beginning and leveled the playing field and rebuilt. It might have cost them a few seats short term. But what they're doing now, other than the fact that they're going to lie, cheat and steal to steal the elections, long term, they don't stand a chance unless they steal it. And so that's why they're now going to double down on stuff like Arizona and, you know, yeah. all of the stuff. And, 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 and Texas governor is going to try to make up all these rules and laws. And then the Supreme Court's like, well, you know, we're going to leave it to the states. Well, they didn't leave it to the states when they anointed George W. Bush to the presidency. So no. they're ideologues, <laughs> too. They're now politicized because yeah. Trump put in political players. He we're going to get we're definitely going to get to the Supreme Court. Okay, good. So but speaking of Trump. So, okay, so we're a year and a half away from the midterms, like the 2022 midterms. He's out. Trump's back. He's doing his MAGA rallies. He's being disgusting. He's. Do you think that because you said it already that they're they're going with him. They don't want to deviate from him. Because they want those base voters, which is going to get them the nomination. The question is, are they going to be able to get the suburbs and the reasonable you know, people to go with them. And I guess it depends on their taxes, their guns and their Bibles and their abortions. I don't know what else could it be. So they're all just going to go with Trump. You know, I don't know. I think there's a groundswell of suburban women that like they saw that uh, they saw that insurrection and they're like, I don't like it that they see they're wanting to lie to kids in school and not teach them facts. And like, I don't like it. And then they're like, you know, is that little and by the way, it's that tax break for Republicans is such a fraud. It's only for super rich Republicans. It's not for the average Republican. It's for that yeah. top 1%. So why they brainwash these people to believe they're getting lower taxes. The truth is, unless they, they're in the billionaire category, they're not getting lower taxes. It's just it's just a fraud, just like Trump's a fraud yeah. and a con. Just like they were furious about Obamacare. And then suddenly and now they're after, all signing they're, up for they're it. They're so into it. <laughs> oh, we don't want this to go away. Oh, yeah, you're an idiot. You weren't fucking paying attention. Okay, so with the Supreme Court's ruling and with, you know, the yep. new voting laws, do you think that they're going to take back the House 
I think there's a risk of it, be, not because it'll be legitimate, but because it'll be stolen. And what I'm worried about more than the voting and the gerrymandering, the redistricting, and the voting, I think we could overcome all that because we could get rally the troops and get every single person out to vote. What you can't overcome is if the Secretary of State has the authority to say, nope, we think there was fraud, yeah. so we're going to pick this person. That's where the problem is going to lie. And that's what I think Trump's hoping for a civil war. I think he's like, he's got his army loaded up, ready to go. Go buy your assault weapons. The Democrats are going to take your guns. Get you, buy them now. And even if we were to rally the troops, I know. and when no one even comes out, honestly, in the midterms, it's really hard to it's get people get out, when, out. It's, when it's not a, well, like a presidential when election. Well, especially you can't vote by mail. You have to stand in line yeah. for 15 hours. You can't have any water while you're in line. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're going to make it so, but I'm hoping it backfires. I do think it's going to backfire in the states where we have strong ground troops, like with Stacey Abrams. You know, if the, every organ, if every state had a grassroots organization like she has built, yeah, we could overcome it. But you're not going to be overcome it if it goes to the Secretary of State or the Governor and they won't certify the election, or it goes to the House and they won't certify the re- election. There's no way to overcome it. And that's well, my worry more than the voting. And Georgia was so close. If it's going to be that close, then yeah. all you need is a Secretary of State who's, yeah. a, you know, corrupt no. and says, nope. Yep. It was wrong. It was wrong. And I, we don't believe it, and we're not certifying it. And that's their goal. Goal is to get to the House or the Senate so they don't certify the election. That's their goal now. Because they can't win legitimately. And they, I don't understand the mentality, though. The only thing it can be rooted in is that they just want America to be all white, ran by men. I just think they should shut down the right-wing media. I don't think it should be allowed because yeah. it, because they're brainwa- they're, it's they're brainwashing people. It needs to be fact-based. What like truth in advertising? If I want to advertise, if you use my skincare, you're going to look 20 years older, younger. I guarantee you five treatments and you're going to look 18 years. I'd go to jail. But they're up there like, "Oh." And they lie and they lie and they lie and where are the consequences? None. If you just turn on t- who care to care croissant <laughs> then you will know that the the first 30 seconds the first 30 seconds he talks is blatantly lies it's blatant it's like a comedy it's literally like you a comedy. would think it was a stand-up if You'd you think didn't it, know yes but these there's so many people that believe it and a lot of them are not stupid people they just have never gotten their news from anywhere other than that that group of people that just are willing to lie. You remember when lying was like such a shameful thing to do? If you got caught in a lie, you had to go put your nose in the circle on the <laughs> at the board at the school and stand there with your classmates shaming you, and your parents were like, "You're grounded," and you know, you just lying was just something you just didn't do and you didn't cheat. And now lying is like a commodity. It's like who can lie the most and the loudest? And they're like applauding those lies at those rallies. And by the way, had that rally while they're still looking for dead bodies in the middle of a catastrophe in oh Florida and he's yeah. out there having a rally yeah why wasn't he having a fundraiser for the family or why wasn't he going and having some kind of condolences for the family or why wasn't he just home shut the f up <laughs> yeah. or go play golf but no he has to go down there when they're looking for dead bodies how far away is the this rubble? stupid fucking country I club i heard it was like a couple of, a couple of hours or a couple hundred miles or a couple hours i don't it doesn't matter he shouldn't be having a it's rally crazy. anywhere he shouldn't he shouldn't be having anything other than celebrating the fourth of july and mourning these families and supporting these people he should not be out 
with his propaganda and lies and rallying the troops because you know what the problem? He can't, he's going through withdrawals. He cannot stand it that no one's giving him attentions and accolades. So I'm going to have a rally. Even if there's a hundred people there, I'm going to have a rally and then I'm going to make excuses why they didn't come. Well, it was raining. Well, the road was blocked. Well, it was this, you know. It's just unbelievable. Do you think he's going to run? I think he's going to say that he is up until the time he decides simply because that if he can consider, if he can sell everybody on the fact that all of these, these, um, lawsuits against him or political prosecutions that's going to be his gig that's going to be his whole gig you see oh that's because they don't want to take me down they don't want me to run well it caught up with Netanyahu and it's going to catch up with him so you think he's going to pretend to run in order to like to veer off these lawsuits and then yes and then if he thinks he can win he'll run if he's thinks he can there's no (laughs) chance he can be a loser again so he'll never run if he thinks he's going to be a loser that's assuming that his brain doesn't give out between now and then because half the time he's nuts you're wondering does he have like something mentally impaired yeah you know i mean and uh, god i feel sorry for anybody that has that except for him (laughs) okay so the supreme court since you mentioned it, is officially more conservative now after Amy Corney, loser, got in there and replaced Ruth Bader Ginsburg, okay? So they... Oh, it didn't start with her, by the way, but anyway, yeah. To, but it's the worst. But it's now officially, the numbers are... Oh, officially, yeah. yeah. Way, way off. So well, it's just Trump a conservative court. So yeah. And then you have Clarence, the no... The, the, yeah. The, the, just, I mean, just the empty suit. Clarence there. Pubie Thomas? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. yeah. The empty suit, <laughs> Pubie Thomas. Imagine if he would have, like, can you imagine? I mean, Chris Matthews isn't on TV because some girl complimented her the wrong way. And here, this guy's on the Supreme Court. Yeah, put a pubic hair on a coke and uh, we talked about some porn. I just can't. Oh, my God. He was at Rush Limbaugh's wedding. They're like best friends. Shocking. Oh, my God. I mean, that's shocking. Apparently, that wife funded some of the insurrection. Did you know that? No. No. Clarence Thomas's wife. Yeah, she paid. For a lot of transportation for people to get to the Capitol. Why isn't anyone investigating oh that? God. This is what I'm sick of Merrick Garland about. Go investigate and prosecute these people. Yeah. Quit saying I'm Me not too. because it's political. It's not political. These are not political animals. They are just animals. I want to know who gave the fucking tours. Yeah. Who Me too. walked the tours and then go? They need to be in trouble. You of gave course. them a tour. You handed them the blueprints yes. of how to get to the offices. I seems what so simple. What about the girl that they were te- te- she was texting to tell him where Nancy Pelosi was? How did they find some of those offices that are no one right. can find that even work there? If I can't steal packages from my neighbor without 14 <laughs> ring cameras on me, how is there not a thousand people saying, "Here's who gave me a tour"? Here, is there? I know because they're covering it up. But yeah. why and who? That's what that's, that's the thing. There are some low people in high places. And I'm disappointed in Merrick Garland because he doesn't want to appear political. We're not fighting a political war. We are fighting a war. When are they going to get over that? It appears political. It appears I know. political. When's it's it going like, to get over it? What appears this idea of politics being some other thing. It's exactly. It's like yeah. we're, we're in this thing. Right yeah. is people, right. Wrong is that's wrong. It. Lying is lying. That's cheating it. is cheating. Every No right. one's above the law. Everyone's supposed to be treated the same. Everyone's supposed to be created equal. Why are you worried about if it looks political? Let it look political. Yeah, yeah that's a made up. That's like, and that's what a, they do. That that's is what, what they, they all do. do it. They all do it. Oh, they're proud stupid. of it. They're proud of it. Tom's so they, so the Supreme Court 
did they 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 overturned the final thing that would have gotten rid of Obamacare. So that's the one, the one and the thing. only reason they're doing that is because Republicans love it now. But they're 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 well, they're doing it, and also because remember, John Roberts supported it the last time, so they can't make a fool out of him because he's leading the court. But remember, he also supported gutting the Voters' Rights yeah. Act, and so they are following in line behind him on that one, yeah. too. The abortion, voting, it, it doesn't matter what it is now. It's like, it's its its so to the right, it's unbelievable. So you know, what's I happening there? I can't get over this either. You absolutely cannot, under any circumstance, have an abortion. If your life is at risk and you're going to die, or if you were raped by your stepfather or your father or your uncle, and you are one week pregnant, you have to have that baby. But in the meantime, we're going to go down there and let five kids die at the border, cage these kids and not give them any water. Yep. Trump wanted to build a swamp, if you remember, with alligators around that wall so they couldn't get too up to the wall and over <laughs> it. Remember that? Remember that? And, like a moat. That was back when he wanted to buy Greenland, too. But, you know, yeah, Greenland. but all this is acceptable. You, you know, it's just acceptable. But you can't let somebody decide what to do with their body. That's the other hypocrisy. They're, they can't tell you, they can't mandate you wear a mask, but they can mandate that you have a child. What's consistent about that? My body, my choice. We heard Tucker don't Carlson even, say, my even. body, my oh, yeah, choice. They're, and they're twisting every <laughs> yeah. single thing. Like if you, a woman says, my body, my choice, now it's my body, my choice with the mask. It's my body, my choice with the vaccine. We're being segregated. They're right. segregating yeah. us. We're being yeah. man racist. Hypocrisy or whatever. is just out of control. It's just like, and sorry, and I just will drop the abortion thing, but I could talk about it all, all day, day long. long. How do you kill something? That's unborn. It's not even born. <laughs> Let's Meanwhile, just murder of the unborn. Just think about it. Think about it. Think about it. They don't care. Okay, this is the the poor cop gets killed in an insurrection. They turn a blind eye, and the speaker of the house will not even meet with the person, dismisses right. them completely, right. and this and the family of the person, and this person died. Yet they're over there forcing, you know, their religious beliefs when they're supposed to be separation between certain mm -hmm. uh, state and state. church. And the other thing, too, is you can be against abortion all day long. Fine. Don't have one. Don't have one. Don't have one. I have and no problem you if you're You certainly can't it. be into the death penalty if you're into, not, not well, into abortion. Well, that's another thing. They're up for the death penalty, mm -hmm. but you're not up for that. Well, you know, I don't believe in the death penalty. I think they should abolish it because more people are wrongly killed than right, are rightly are right, killed. Right. And, just, <laughs> and by the way, the legal expenses in the court system is jammed yeah. up with this for years and years and years. Put them in the jail and throw away the key. That's fine. And but you're not pro-life. You're not pro-life. You're pro you're not pro-life. You're against e choice you're is what you are. Yeah, you're pro-control. You're pro-control. You're pro-patriarchy. And I'm talking to the women yeah. right now you decide, directly. You decide who lives and who dies. You decide. They want exactly. You're, you're pro-God complex. You're not yeah. pro-life. Yeah. You're not pro-life at all. People who are pro-choice are pro-life. Go ahead. Okay, so before we, <laughs> we let's really quick, before we end, let's talk about Corona. We're okay. started. <laughs> So it's the 4th of July. We passed the 4th of July. That was the, the big goal, right. right? For And then the Biden administration, we didn't hit the goal for right. the vaccines. Right. Now we aren't, I mean, this is just us personally. We're not that stressed out about it. We feel like a lot of people have, a ton of people have gotten the vaccine. Right. We're feeling okay about it. But how are you feeling? I'm feeling like that when I go to Pilates, for example... I ask if everyone in there has had a vaccine. And if they have, I don't wear my mask. And if they haven't, I will wear my mask. You mean you ask yeah. the regular people no, or the teachers? 
no, I don't want to put the teacher in this position. I just oh. look at the person and go, have you been vaccinated? And what about you? And then if they say there's one girl, there's always one <laughs> that hasn't. And so she just goes, does she I say, I, my mask. she says, I apologize. No, no, she says nothing. She's got her fucking mask on. Oh. And so I'm like, okay, fine. I'll wear my mask. But every, <laughs> even though everyone else here has been vaccinated. Now, no one else put on their mask because she had on her mask. But, mm. I, you know, I, I think that is a personal that. choice. However... If you're making your choice based on facts, evidence, and common sense, and you can literally conclude, that's one thing. But if you're just taking this stand, nobody's going to tell me to get vaccinated. And the other thing, if you're not going to get vaccinated, then, you know, like, just kind of stay home. Kind of keep your distance. But what are you thinking about, like, having been vaccinated? Yeah. One, what are you thinking about the variants? I think the variants are a risk. I think right now they're saying that that the that the the vaccines that we all had are uh, preventing it. But if you look at the CDC said the other day, and the World Health Organization says you should wear your mask when you're inside with people that haven't been vaccinated because of the variant. And the CDC said the only people in hospitals right now are the ones that haven't been vaccinated. And also said the only people dying are the ones that haven't been but vaccinated. But why do we care about protecting them? Well, because we worry that the more that spreads, the more dominant becomes, and then all of a sudden it, there's a tipping point, and then the vaccine is just not strong enough to withhold so, we so give much it to virus s- in the air. To so many people who aren't vaccinated build it back up yeah. so that it beats Yeah, them. and also, like, remember when they had the virus before, they said, you know, the more concentrated the virus is in the air, the like if you're in a hospital and there's a ton of virus around, you're gonna get it. If you're outside at a park and there aren't any people around, you're not. So the more concentrated that virus becomes, if you notice, look at the Arkansas, Kentucky, look at the states that aren't Mississippi, they're, they're at 30% infection rate. California's at one. One. Wow. wow. I mean. It seems so hard to care about. I know. <laughs> I don't know. You kind of want to I don't go. know. I you just feel like, what? Fucking, you made your choice. You know, trim you the fat, trim the fat, like, trim the fat. Yeah. Well, or you just you made your choice. Or like, you know, if you get sick for a couple of weeks, I mean, I don't want you to die or anything, but if you get sick a couple of weeks and learn your lesson, that's not going to upset me nearly no. as much no. as granny that couldn't get vaccinated because she didn't have transportation. Or I guess the or, little kids. You know what I mean? Right. I'm going to be a little sorry for her, but if you can go, you know, to the gym and the grocery store and yes. jogging, you right. can go get vaccinated. Right. And if right. you get sick, I mean, I'm going to feel sorry for you, but I'm not going to be that sorry for you. Right. I mean, I want you to die or anything but i think a couple of weeks of being sick might be a lesson for you to be able to come by the no way problem that woman it. on tv the other night her husband died from it and she's still not vaccinated oh, i didn't see that oh yeah she goes well her husband wasn't vaccinated she wasn't vaccinated and so the, then they go well are you going to get vaccinated now and she goes well i still don't think it really changed anything oh, you know God. i'm like no it didn't change anything your husband just died from it that's all <laughs> She goes, you know, what? people have their belief systems. I'm like, yeah, I guess they do. I guess you're one of those people drenched in the blood of Jesus, and it's not going to come to you. In the blood I guess your husband Jesus. wasn't drenched enough. We didn't pray enough, and that's what happened. We just didn't pray enough. Didn't pray enough. Just <laughs> like the Christian scientists, who, you know, didn't pray enough. But we're going to come together because yeah. our baby needs a blood transfusion. Yeah. But Jesus, yeah. oh, Jesus Lord is going to bring that blood transfusion. <laughs> Woo! It's going to bring that blood transfusion. We don't even need the blood transfusion because we're going to be praying. Okay, so Disgusting. last question, Leah. Yeah. Now, we used to go to some very, very, very star-studded parties. Yes. Hosted by you. Yes. Are those days over? 
Well, because of COVID, you know, I stopped. Yeah. But I think next summer we'll start up again. I wouldn't do it probably till next summer because I don't know. But, you know, maybe the holidays will do something. But, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to have a strict vaccination. <laughs> Good. There may be people that aren't going to like it. Yeah, let's start. We can start straw I can't wait. We can just make it happen in our I'm, own little Oh, we completely area. can. Yeah. I'm going to wear a black suit. <laughs> I'm going to have a thing in my ear. I'm going to stand at the door. I'm going to open up a slot. Well, the good Who news are you? Is are you too, vaccinated? Yeah, show me. Show me a paper. Invite somebody. We can say, "Oh, somebody told us you weren't vaccinated. Yeah. We're so sorry. <laughs> you didn't make the list." So you haven't gotten over like like party like parties. No, I would still do it, but you know, I probably I I rather have like fewer people. Like sometimes I got too many people. 50, 75 is too many. I'm more yeah. like twenty five is better. But as you can spend time with people, it's more. I don't know. Yeah. it's just better. You know, and um, a lot I, of people started really bugging during COVID. <laughs> they started what? Just really bugging. What do you mean? Just on social media. I was like, mm, oh. I don't like you anymore. Yeah, really? Yeah. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. the other thing. You know, there's a self-elimination. It's yeah. like the, <laughs> elimination. the vaccine, exactly. the Trump supporters, the <laughs> yeah. I don't vote people. Yeah. You know? Oh, my yeah. God. This girl that I know the oh. other day came out and said, oh, I think Caitlyn Jenner would make a great governor of California. Oh, oh. I'm like, yeah. honey, you're you are now off my you're list off the now. list. You're off the list. Are you I can't deal with you if you're that stupid. I cannot deal with anyone that stupid. That's all because of the homeless. And by the way, you can only do with the homeless what the budget allows you to do. And you've got to have the budget to do something about it. We love Gavin Newsom. I don't care what anyone says. His used car salesman hairdo is fine with me. (laughs) I'm not even mad at it. It's slicked back. He's wearing a suit. It looks like he's like in a weird. I don't care. But he's great. He's so liberal and so. I know. Julie Julie invited him on the podcast, and I'm like, Julie's going to hear you say you call him sleazeball hairdo every day (laughs) with love. He seems to me like the type that doesn't take himself that seriously. I don't think he does. About it, but I will say, if I were Jeff Bezos and I had all that money and I had like one project I would take one city probably starting with LA because it's one of the worst or San Francisco probably LA because I'm here and I would solve the homeless system and I do have a plan for that I'd solve the homeless (laughs) problem but it takes a ton of money and then I would duplicate that in every other city that's and his wife could do it, his ex-wife, yep. Mackenzie, because she's so doing could, all these charities. Yeah, and so could Bill Gates' wife, but instead... Oh, the, no, she's, oh, she'd rather try to destroy his reputation. <laughs> Bill Gates not, could do it. And he, fuck him and fuck Jeff be Bezos, happy. and I hope they blast off on a rocket ship <laughs> no. and go die. And I don't need to care because they're not in politics, and it wasn't hyperbole. Yeah, he, but, you know, really, if you have that much money, why aren't you spending, like, okay, I'm going to give you $10 billion, whatever it costs. I don't care what the budget is. I want... The homeless off the street, and I want people taken care of. And when it's done, let me know, and I'm going to pay for it. But I'm going to put people in charge that I know aren't going to waste the money and that aren't doing it for the money. And I'm going to solve the problem. It would, it could be solved. It takes resources. And you can't blame Gavin Newsom for a you know, 50-year problem in California. It, when it's been one on long before he came along. I mean, literally he got voted in, what, 2018? Yeah. 2018, the guy became yeah, governor. People are complaining about the taxes. And you think you're now going to go tax them more to clean up the homeless problem? Then they're, then they're going to move out and you're going to have more. Then they're like, well, he, people are leaving the state. So let's get rid of him for that reason. It's a political hit is what it is. Jeff Bezos needs to go and make himself a rocket. 
and not come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is what he's doing. He's and making leave his a money rocket. To a foundation. It's like it's headed sh- by Mother Teresa Seriously. or Mackenzie. What's her name? Yeah, and let her run it. At least if you say that there, it could be done. That gives me. Of course, hope. it could be. Everything can be. There's always a way. I mean, you're not gonna keep someone from dying if they're dying, but there's always a way to solve a practical problem. They're definitely but not it solving it. No, it's an epidemic. They and don't have any enough money to solve it. They just don't have the resources. So that's the problem. And you got all these people that are going to fight every step of the way. They're going to fight it. Well, tell our 14 listeners where to find you, where to get your skincare. Oh, my skincare is at leahblack.com. And then I'm on leahblack.com on social media, but I'm mostly on Twitter. Well, we always say if you wanted, you could go and go on QVC and go do a whole nother thing and charge more. And you're like, and you, and you don't go and charge more and go on QVC and make the same thing with different packaging and go. A lot of these people, they're, they're pulling fast ones on QVC. I mean, I hate to say it and we won't say any names, but you don't, you're like, I don't give a fuck. No, because if you get the product and you get results, then you should reorder it. And if you don't, you shouldn't. But the reason we're doing well is because we don't lose customers. They always reorder and they always come back because they get results and the prices are really good. And the product lasts a long time. So if you spend $80 on something, it's going to last you for months. You know, so I don't even worry about it. I just put it out in the universe and I go, the people that are supposed to have it, that appreciate it and that value it and that deserve it are going to buy it and reorder it. And the ones that don't, well, they can just go have acne. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's right. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a So There's That moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it, and though I don't blame her for hating it, I refuse to let her skip it. (laughs) We need some good news, or some fake good news, Mm -hmm. or some bad news happening to bad people, Mm -hmm. which is basically just good news. news. (laughs) So tell us, Meow Meow, what did you find for your So There's That moment for this week? It's been a while since we've talked about animals. Has it? Probably not. But guess what? Neiman Marcus has stopped the sale of fur. Really? Yes. Now, and in case you didn't know it, the city of Los Angeles doesn't allow the sale of fur. Did you know that? I know they don't allow foie gras. They don't. They don't allow foie gras. And apparently they also don't allow the sale of fur in L.A. Now, what had happened was you sent me a little thing about certain places banning fur. Yeah. And I didn't realize Neiman Marcus was one of them. That's the main one. Wow. So because I was like, bitch, here's a so there's that for (laughs) your ass. I looked at it. So I started looking. Now, let me tell you something. Researching this is a fucking landmine. Okay, on top of it's a landmine. It's like trying to look up a weird bump. Don't, you're going to get into yeah, just yeah, a bunch yeah. of fucking ass blisters and things you don't exactly. want to see. And this is pictures of animals being farmed, tortured, skinned, no. virtue. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's, so the level of rage I am holding on to single-handedly woke me up from my hangover and has been propelling my knee to move much better today. <laughs> I firmly believe I'd be able to bludgeon to death at least three adult fur farmers in my current condition. Now, fur farmers, 
Oh my gosh. Here's this is awful. The problem. That's awful. Fur farmers. That's awful. Oh my god. In this country. Now, of course, there are in other countries and it's even more disgusting and oh we god, won't even get, get into upset. it. Yeah, we won't even get into it. However, fur farmers, it, imagine factory farming, but for fur. And that's minks and chinchillas and it can be sheep. It can be dogs. It can be cats. It can be rabbits. It can no. be raccoons. It can be. So just imagine. OK, well, they should do kangaroos because they are so soft. And they kangaroos like bun- were they in there, like too. bunnies. They're, They're so yes. soft. Right now. This is I, the fact that I I mean, I so. OK, and, and it's awful. 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 However, this banning of fur has been going on for a few years and now it's really starting to kind of like. Do you know any of the other cities? Uh, yes, and I also know some of the other places. So okay, good. what they say is if more companies ban the sale of fur, it will hurt small farmers. And I say, good. Hopefully their farms get swallowed up in a sinkhole and every living mink eats their rotted testosterone-filled fucking face and then buries them in various places across the world where each year the descendants and survivors of fur concentration camps visit the parts and feed on them and celebrate their demise on the level of human Christmas. I cannot stress to you enough how these people are the lowest form of humanity on the planet next to hunters and the guy who was recently put in jail for killing a private family's three pets in their yard while he was naked. I don't believe in the death penalty, but I believe in vengeance. And if it were me, I would pay off a guard, ask for five minutes alone with that naked man, and the rest would be mink history. And yeah, I said what I said. And I believe it. Go chew the polish (laughs) off your nails. But the good news is this. Neiman Marcus, who has sold in a very high-end luxury way, you know how they have those special areas, and they had them in Macy's. They had them. They have them in all department stores, where you'd go into the department store. I didn't really store. know that. They have like a fur area. Yeah, for rich people. What? Uh, yeah, I guess that's why I've never been into it. Yes, and I would always, and I remember going to the mall with my mother and seeing these fur things, and of course the oh, because I would go you crazy. live on the East Coast, right? So it's cold. Yes, I live my from California, right. so I don't know. Well, it was a fur. It would be like the fur salon or the furry oh or whatever, and I would lose my mind, and I would be like, "These fucking places! I'm going to go over there." And she's like, "Julie, don't." <laughs> and then my mother had a fur growing up. She had one fur. I think it was chinchilla, and I would drag her like insufferably (laughs) i was such an asshole about the fur and she would say well it's what's the warmest coat that i can have and i was like well they make fucking synthetic coats like you don't (laughs) need it you know what i mean like they put put a fake feather in a coat and have a nice fucking day you don't need the fur it's the warm what do you live in a are you in an igloo you're not in an igloo you you have the heat and you can go from the car to the place. You're not hiking in a mountain. <laughs> you're not rolling around you work in the Arctic. Yeah, you literally don't even, you're not even forced for any you're reason. You're going to temple. <laughs> so I would go crazy. And she, I know I hurt her feelings. And I'm sorry. And I'm sorry if you're listening. Mom, I, I'm sorry that I ever hurt your feelings. But you knew I was right. There's no way your parents listen to the end of the show. <laughs> They haven't listened since Rick Wilson. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I know that a lot of people feel this way. I've got this fur or, you know, it's the warmest coat. And I just say, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. You're full of fucking shit. Deal with your life. I said what I said. I don't, I will never back down from it. And you're wrong. Now, granted, 
if you have a fur from the 1940s that was your grandmother's, what are you going to do? You're going to throw it in the garbage? No, you're going to wear it. Fine, fine. It's from the 40s. Well, it that, is what it is. And at that or put point, it in a fire. Put it in a fire pit. Well, you sh- might as well like don't have them die in vain. At that point, well, if that's the coat what I'm is saying. made. It's an antique now. Right now, it's an antique. Yeah. So I understand that. But if you're making some furs currently still now, you're on a list. And I'm not saying I'm not coming for you. Right. But I'm not saying that I'm not. Now, allegedly, you will be killed soon. <laughs> By a rageful dyke. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I mean, I can't. The pi- You just, you can't, once you see the pictures, no, I don't know how I you're won't. ever the same. I don't know how you're ever the same. I am now from enraged, the, my normal rage, I'm just like how you felt when we when you had to watch the guy do the thing with the, you can't see something and then not see it and nope. now not know it and now not have these fucking feelings. And when I have my better help fucking therapy session on <laughs> Friday, it's going to be about this. And well, this is why this is how Facebook radicalizes people too, you know, because right. it's like this. Oh, I could be radicalized into killing people yeah. who do this. Now, Neiman Marcus, like I said, has uh, they sell in a high, it, it was supposed to be high end. It's luxury. Fur is luxury. So generally rich people or it becomes a thing of a gift or it becomes a thing that a man gave his wife a fur. <laughs> it's always men giving women furs. I will vomit. So <laughs> Neiman Marcus, however, said they're going to be closing down all of its 22 fur salons and is committed to the elimination of all products containing animal fur by early 2023. This applies also to their other brand, which is Bergdorf Goodman. And you know, Bergdorf Goodman, it's in New York. It's super, 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 super rich. And these fucking upper west and east side women go in there and they buy fur. Well, those days are over. And Neiman Marcus joins a long list of retailers and designers who have stopped using fur and have banned fur. Bloomingdale's, The Gap, H&M, J. Crew, Macy's, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. Now, Los Angeles and San Francisco are the only two cities that have banned the sale of fur. But there are bills going up. California. Gavin Newsom, biatch. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And there are bills. uh, There are bills that they're trying to propose in other places. But, of course, like the factory farm piece of shit fur guy who's in Alabama isn't going to want his farm to be closed down. Because how is he going to make money? How could he possibly make money now? For some reason, I thought China was the biggest. China's disgusting and China 100 percent the who knows the the number of animals they torture and kill is I did think that they uh, were the number know, one manufacturer know. for like they probably they biggest, probably are yeah. outside of my rage I would like to say that there are some businesses products and just practices as a society where you know where like we said before once you know you can't unknow and the shit just has to stop it's like coal mining the it's over it's the industry's dead, bitch. Over. It's 90 technology. It's over. Roll. Sorry you built your life on. Unfortunately for you, you got to unbuild it. Yeah, you have sh- to start over. Your okay? show got canceled. Your, your show, show got, got canceled. canceled. Your show got canceled. I'm sure if you're smart about it, you can get the government to help you. Instead of whining that you want to be the Hitler of minks, chinchillas, rabbits, cats, baby harp seals, and other animals who need their fur to live. But you don't. You're just a selfish piece of shit who's too scared and too much in love with torture and killing in order to give up or change the way you make money. Figure it the fuck out the way the rest of us have to. PETA and the Humane Society have been fighting this for years. And if it wasn't for their vigilance, I don't and I don't know how they do it. Can you imagine working for PETA or the Humane Society? The shit they see they're, 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 those people are just like when Moses said that Israel and Palestine, those people are living in trauma. I think anyone who works for PETA and the Humane Society are living in trauma because 
just in a little Google search, you want to kill yourself. I am so happy Neiman Marcus is doing this and making it so public. Hopefully the pretentious douchewads of fashion will fall in line and see that there's still a whole world of living things to exploit. Remember, there's always women. That'll never change. In a statement, Neiman Marcus Group CEO Jeffrey Van Ramdonk. <laughs> you better work. Jeffrey Van Ramdonk says that the company worked with the Humane Society of the United States on its commitment to exit fur and drafted an animal welfare policy that aligns with the fur free Alliance guidelines. We are delivering an ultimate luxury experience for our customers and their evolving preferences. Wow. We are updating our assortment to feature multiple sustainable and ethical luxury fashion categories. It is clear the future is fur free and that includes the ultra luxury space. Neiman Marcus Group plans to work with luxury brands creating new and innovative ultra-luxury concepts that satisfy the discerning taste of luxury customers. Existing fur salons will be converted into spaces customized for modern luxury experiences. So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dem Gay Politics. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to this podcast week after week. We are so grateful for all 14 of you. And we really, really, really appreciate you being here. Even if you don't sign up for our Patreon podcast. But please sign up for our (laughs) Patreon podcast. Go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. It's only $1 for a whole extra hour podcast per week. Or you can sign up for $2 and get two bonus podcasts per week. And our Patreon podcast is completely different than this. There's no ads. There's no politics at all, ever. And we've been doing our Patreon podcast since 2018. So that means once you sign up, you'll get over 100 podcasts that are an hour long each to listen to instantly. And they're timeless. (laughs) Classics such as Tokyo Shit Towel. (laughs) When Julie got IBS in Tokyo... And somehow got it on a towel and then went and hid it in the towels in front of someone else's room. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of episodes about my IBS. And what could be more timeless than IBS? You'll have to go back a year to find the episode where we try to solve the mystery of how my IBS got on my bath mat. But you won't know what year it is, will you? Nope. The episode might be from 2019, but it'll feel like 2021. Who knows? Timeless. Timeless. And, And look, okay, we know that paying for monthly subscriptions is annoying. I've said, and I'm going to say again, I probably wouldn't sign up because that's how much I can't stand monthly shit. But I'd at least have Julie sign up and then make her share hers with me. That's what we do with all of our subscriptions now. That's what the Ganyan sisters do. It's like Kara and Emily and Sarah. They have one fucking account that they split between three people. They barely just joined last year after I had to blackmail them into joining by saying we would do a whole Patreon episode on fucking QVC as it wigs. Right. We don't care if you share it. We want you to. Please go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics, sign up for two podcasts a week, and share it with every fucking one of your friends and your whole family. We don't care. We want you to do that. Exactly. That's right. And if you're already on our Patreon podcast, we fucking love you. (laughs) But now 
you need to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We're trying to make some big moves with this podcast, and that requires lying to people, which requires fake evidence, which will come in the form of many, many, many fake reviews. So please go on iTunes and help us with this fraud. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay and it's been dumb. And Leah Black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Want something visual that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you for the night. Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation but maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> but not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs>